0: Well, happy pre-Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, As we all know, tomorrow is the big day. Uh, But here on the Colleen and Bradley Show... We're trying to get y'all warmed up for Thanksgiving. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off. Holly Roberts is off. Eric Perkins is here. What's going on? Yes, we've got Mike keeping us on the air. And, uh, you know, uh, Perk, when you came in, you said, I am watching so many things, and I am listening
1: to some really good podcasts, too. uh, One in particular. Oh, okay. The podcast is just like, and and it's just like, it's hard because it's like, it's so close to our homes in, in a lot of ways. Okay, so, so which
0: one is it? What is So this is to? the
1: one about Josh Gimone. Oh my god.
0: My sister-in-law was talking about this last night. What's oh. the name of the podcast?
1: Simply Vanished. Okay. That's the one. I mean, there's a few out there yeah. like that that have that have gone down this rabbit hole unsolved mysteries and and maybe one other, but like this one in particular, I think started production in the summer of this year and uh they just wrapped up their eighth and final episode of of this first season of this of this podcast which is done by a guy in Minneapolis a guy named Josh and he is uh he became he he, he grew up around the time of of the Wetterling disappearance and was so affected by that like so many Minnesotans oh, yeah. were at that time especially ki- ki- kids that came up during that time and and uh he's he's really become intrigued and obsessed with this case. and Yeah, and so it,
0: remind everybody about that case a, in case it's not familiar. Yeah, it's a
1: St. John's University student in 2002 mm-hmm. that just went missing, and it was uh, still missing, right? And so uh, there was a lot of thought that that he'd he, he drown, but then all all evidence is pointed to that wasn't indeed the case at all, and there's a lot of different theories as to what happened and what could have happened, and this is him um, kind of re-examining all this but in the process like finding a lot of new evidence uh, in the in the last several months that have come that has come forward and shined a a new light as to what perhaps may have happened and what he goes i mean he's deep deep down the rabbit hole and it's like fascinating because all these places he's talking about right yeah are are places that we've probably have a little bit of a working knowledge of maybe even more so for for those that that spend time up in st cloud or or anywhere up in the 320 you know that that know what where this is and what what we're talking about here but this is like it's it's like not it's like ear candy but in a in a rough way because it's like so heavy right yeah like I mean, hard like-
0: to listen to but you you have to keep
1: listening. You have to keep listening. Yeah, I guess that's what I mean by candy. Like you just can't get enough of it. It's just like, oh my god! Like, like I'm starting to like wanting to drive up there just to check all this. It's, it's like so interesting and sad, but it's like it's intense.
0: Yeah. So this is this is exactly what my sister in law was talking okay. about because she did go to school in that area. She went to St. Cloud State, mm-hmm. right? That's the name. Yeah. Cloud. So she was, and that's where I mean she was there at the time, and she says, you know, I remember kind of everything that was happening in that time and space. But also, she said, when she hears them talk about certain places, she knows the places. And
1: it's scary because, like, the more episodes that came out, like, you know, he got into episode four, and all of a sudden, you know, people started to listen to the podcast, and now these people are coming forward that have been, like, silent over the years. Wow. With new information about possible abductions and situations where they were confronted by people in cars that were trying to get them to get into the cars oh, oh, it's just gosh. oh my god it's chilling
0: that is so is this is that case still open
1: the yeah like, I, so I,
0: they are I, still working it
1: i believe so yeah i mean they're still submitting evidence they're, yeah it's, it's an active investigation okay. from all i understand yeah. this is
0: what i find so fascinating is like in 2022 how often Somebody will get fascinated with a case, and they'll start to pay attention to it. It reminds me of, oh, geez, what was her name? The, uh, oh, gosh. She wrote a book. Okay. She was in the middle of writing a book. She's the, the wife of famous comedian. Oh, my gosh, this is terrible. This is how you know a holiday's coming up, and I've, like, lost everything. Okay. But she was writing a book because she was really fascinated about a particular serial murderer. Mm. And then she ended up dying. But after she died, somebody went back and finished her work and they found the serial killer. Oh, my gosh. Right. It's yeah. amazing. And uh, I, I read that entire book. There was an, a, a documentary about it on TV. Patton Oswald, It's his mm. wife, Michelle McNamara.
1: Yeah. yeah. Good job.
0: Okay. <sighs> that felt good. Anyway, it's so fascinating in 2022 that this is oftentimes what happens is some person gets fascinated with a case that has gone cold or that has not just is not like, you know, nobody really knows what happened. And in their new fresh eyes, starts to look at it. And that's the thing, and then maybe does a podcast or is you know engaged publicly, and things come up. He's made it perfectly
1: clear, and this this Josh Newell guy, the guy that hosts it, is that this is an investigative podcast, and there he's trying to find information, he's trying to get this thing figured out, and and it's like he's trying to help this family that is still twenty years later. Heartbroken and grieving, and it's just like it's it's I don't know. It's a really good listen. It is eight eight episodes long, and again, it's called Simply Vanish. So that's my current pod. That is
0: amazing. And know. do you know? Are they they'll they'll do a season two? Right? Like they'll do. I don't know. Like I don't that? know.
1: I, they, they they they're doing updates. He's taking, okay. He's like had a couple special insert episodes where it's like he's asked. He's answered a bunch of questions that the audience has, has thrown his way. Okay. Like so, but yeah, it's just an it's an eight episode run, and okay. then he's going to work on another case. Apparently. Okay. So I
0: need to start listening. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it's uh, the last, I, episode eight, I think, dropped in November, so it's like, it's it's current, like, okay. you know what I'm saying, it's not like something from a couple years ago or whatever.
0: And then, what are you watching?
1: Um, I got really into Mosquito Coast, have you seen? No. Okay. Yeah. I was
0: it? like, "What is that?"
1: It was a movie back in the day with That's Harrison Ford. That's what I Ford. thought. That's why I
0: was like, "You got into mosquito Coast, No, like the but old this movie? is
1: no. Now it's like a now it's like a show on Apple TV, oh. and it's in season two right now, and it's uh, Justin Thoreau. Oh yeah, and he's the main character, and he basically is on the run. He and his wife, and they take their kids with them, and they go to Mexico, and all heck starts breaking loose, and then like it's like some major cartel situations. And all sorts of people trying to find them, and yeah, it's it's awesome. It's okay. like every episode, Colleen. I'm like yeah. I'm like stressed out of my mind. Oh yeah, like, that's good. Like it's that kind of suspense yeah. and thriller sort of like. And I don't. It's like it's really emotionally exhausting. Like Oof. you can't sit and binge three episodes because it's too much. Does that make sense? Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. absolutely. Like I yes, because I, I can think of. I felt like that about severance which is also on <laughs> Apple TV severance. plus where you're like I want to know what happens next but I am emotionally exhausted for from everything I just went through and I need my brain to just like sleep for yeah. a minute and yeah. then I can take it yeah. in again <laughs> but I appreciate that you brought up Apple TV plus because that's kind of a deep track for people not you know like everybody most people have Netflix yeah right yeah. like so everybody's real familiar with what's available on Netflix but not everybody is has really done the deep dive into Apple
1: TV Plus yet. So Mosquito Coast is legit. And the cinematography is phenomenal. Okay. It's like really, I mean, they're, they're clearly spending a lot of money on this production. It's oh, really I, good.
0: I can't even believe I didn't even and, know it was a thing. And I
1: didn't even really, I I'd never really experienced Justin Thoreau, but he's like, he's kind of a revelation to me that i like, wow, this guy's really badass. Okay, yeah. I like it. Thank yeah. you. That's
0: a good recommendation. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, I would actually like to recommend something to you mm. and also you mike i don't know if either of you have watched a show called pepsi where's my jet we talked about it a little bit yesterday uh on the colleen and bradley show but we are further into the story at the lindstrom house okay and i just have to t- i mean it, it is I, you you can't even know I'm going to tell you when we come back after this on My Talk 107.1. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off, Holly Roberts is off, Eric Perkins is in. Whenever I'm
1: on the radio, I was like, I always like, I think that was the 20th time I checked my phone to make sure it was on vibrate. (laughs) You you know
0: what's so funny? It's like, I don't even care because I would be like, oh, you want to take that? (laughs) But no, I do the same thing. My bigger problem is every time I raise my arm, Um, S-I-R-I thinks I'm talking to her. Oh, shoot. And then she'll talk back to me, and I'm like, I'm. Busy right now. S- what are you S- doing? Because I didn't want to say it. Because she <laughs> listens, like she'll respond, which is nice when I need her. But I don't always need her. Yeah. Anyway, that's always my biggest thing. I do want to close the loop on something before <laughs> really, I forget. Really
1: quickly, I yeah. Was, we were trying to set up, like we were trying to set up my my Roomba with my Alexa last night. <laughs> <It didn't really laughs> like I had two devices like talking to themselves. So I'm like, what is Isn't happening? It weird? It's crazy. Anyway, go on. Have, said, wait, no,
0: before no, because I want to see with this. Because uh. have you? ever had this happen has your alexa ever just started talking and nobody was talking to her <laughs> yes that is frightening yes. okay. And But we talk about her like she's a family member. Right. Like, if I don't know the answer to something and the kids are asking me, I'm like, why are you asking me?
1: Well, see, last That's night we, as a- we asked her something and then the one upstairs oh, yeah. also answered. And right. it was like, they were both like, oh my God, is there any way we can like rename this one? Right. You can, and I think. You can. Yeah. Okay. So Oh, anyway.
0: also, do you know you can use those things as like an intercom? That's my favorite use of them. Do you L- know this? Like
1: getting on the app and then saying something? You can and do that. It,
0: yeah. Or if you're in one room and like if we're like on uh, one floor and somebody's down in our basement, yeah. we, you just ask her to drop in. I love that we're talking about her without using her <laughs> name because I know somebody's is going off right now. If you say, yeah. lady, uh, drop in and then you say the name of whatever place. It'll go bing bong. And then they'll downstairs <laughs> hear me go, hey, what are you guys doing down there? Are you fighting? Awesome. And then they'll talk back. And then you have to tell her to stop. And then she hangs up. But that's I love that. Yes. That's how we tell people when it's dinner time. We make her announcement. That We're like,
1: so awesome.
0: Yeah, we'll say her name, announce that it is dinner, and then they'll t- she'll tell everybody. You know, we like to run our house by robot. It's fine. It's It's fine. 2022. I wanted to close the loop on something because I could not remember important details. And Panda, thank you for being my memory. She said the name of the book and the TV show on HBO Max that I was talking about that was that murder case written by Michelle McNamara. Yes. Uh It's called I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Okay. And the docu-series is actually about her book and the whole story, but also the solving of the murder that happened beca- or the serial murders because of the work she did on her book. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. It is a fascinating story. It is what I remember watching it and watching it like at nighttime. And the murders that happened happened to, you know, just like couples in their homes. Oh, God. At nighttime. And I remember just, I would have to lock every door, double check every window. Like, and then I would stay up very late at night because i wanted to make sure if a murderer came in that i was awake for it i mean it was like it was one of those types of things but it is so good and so that one is worth a watch and the book is actually really worth a read as well okay so but here's the other thing i've been
1: watching you guys you're obsessed with this one
0: i am super obsessed with this and i'm shocked by it it's called pepsi where's my jet and this is on netflix and it is four episodes. I think I said yesterday that it was five episodes. It's four. And they're super manageable. They're like 35 to 45 minutes long. True story. T- really true, true, true story.
1: Documentary. Style.
0: Documentary okay. style, but like fun doc cuz I always think when people hear documentary their first thing is to be like ah. Uh. Yeah. Documentaries are fun now. Like they're they're fun. And this one is super fun and uh, like fun to watch interesting it's a story i had not heard so do you remember back in the 90s when that's when the the cola wars really like pepsi and coke were like at it
1: rock and roll the cola wars i can't take it anymore how many times did
0: we sing that while we were watching this show so pepsi and coke were like at it trying to you know like who's gonna be the best cola is not that weird (laughs) um And Pepsi came up with this great idea to have a a points system where you, you the more Pepsi you drank, the more points you would accumulate. And then you could trade that in for branded stuff like glasses, stuff that you get for free at trade shows now, Um, or jackets or shirts or whatever. And they did this fantastic ad. And in this documentary, they talked to the people who, like the ad agency that was like the in-house ad agency for Pepsi. Mm Mm-hmm. These people are like, I mean, they made a lot of money um, being creative and which in and of itself is fascinating, like just the life that they lived at that time but they had this great idea for a commercial and in the commercial they showed a guy like kind of going
1: through his all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen Diener host of the Unidentified Alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the Unidentified Alien podcast or UAP for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms, and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com.
0: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trujani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, day or his morning routine and while he's doing it like he puts on his pepsi glasses and it's like such and such points for these like a little uh ticker across the bottom and then like he puts on a jacket this many points for this jacket and then at the end of it he gets into a harrier jet which is like a military jet that is fascinating in and of itself do you know about a harrier
1: jet tens of millions of dollars right
0: like many, many
1: millions, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. and this—the thing that's so amazing about this—it is a military jet. It can like fly backwards. It can,
1: yeah, it can go straight up it, too, like yep. a helicopter, and right? it yeah. can go
0: straight down too. So it can land like straight down. So this kid, and and they say seven. I think it was like seven,
1: seven million I'm million right points. Now, yep. yep,
0: seven million points for this, and then there's no disclaimer underneath it. And this young guy sees the commercial, and he's like, "I want that jet." and he's like obsessed with getting this damn jet. Yeah. So he talks a business guy into like helping him finance. He does all the math like how much Pepsi would you need to drink in order to get this jet? Well then he I'm not going to tell you the whole story but this is enough of it to get you into it. He realizes in the fine print when he's just happens to be reading the fine print that you can buy points for 10 cents a point. And he's got this investor that's here who's willing to put up some money. And if you get a three million dollar or thirty million, or however many million dollar Harrier jet, like you're coming out ahead.
1: Yeah, it, with buying the points, you're coming out uh, as a, an unbelievable bargain for something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah.
0: So they they try to do it,
1: <laughs> and, and that's then, what the documentary is about. The and chase then it doesn't the go hair. so well. Oh,
0: and then there's lawsuits. Okay, okay,
1: don't, yeah, 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 don't give away too much. But like, it's it oh. takes turns.
0: It takes so many turns and there is one specific there's a person that shows up. This is all I'll say. There's a person that shows up in the in the story who is tied to like a very present day thing that you are not going to expect that has nothing to do with Pepsi. But you are going to recognize this person. You are going to recognize this name for very, very big reasons. And this person, you're going to see how he was involved in this story at like the very beginning of his career. And it is fascinating. Oh, my gosh. It is so fascinating. Four episodes. But I will tell you, I thought it was going to end a little bit differently. Okay, And I'm not going to tell you what I thought was going to happen. But I'm going to tell you the whole time you have an idea of how you think this might wrap up. And And maybe it doesn't wrap up that way. Okay. You guys, this, I'm not kidding you. It is so worth it. It is worth your time. This is a good Thanksgiving watch. Um, It's a super great binge.
1: How how long is like one episode? They're literally
0: between like 35 and 45 minutes. Oh, totally doable. It's so doable. And if you watch it like on your iPad, this is my favorite trick. You can watch it at one and a half speed. I'm just saying, I don't know if that's your thing. If that's your thing. Wow. I know. That's how you cram. Okay? I'm here for you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags after this on My Talk 107.1. Oh, my gosh. So... (laughs) This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off, Holly Roberts is off. We're just like totally freeform here and having fun. Eric Perkins is filling in.
1: Yeah, we're here.
0: <laughs> okay, we've got Mike on the board. Mike, I know you're going to have an op- opinion about this, and I'm going to tell you about a D-bag in a minute, but we just had this conversation <laughs> in the break. So my husband texted me because he's like, did you finish uh, Pepsi Worse My Jet last night without me? Because I fell asleep in the middle of it last night. And I just texted him back. I didn't actually finish it. I just know how it ends. So then we were having a conversation about what you do when you're watching a show, and your significant other or spouse falls asleep.
1: That, that happened to me last night with with Dead to Me, and I I, I got halfway through the episode with, with Cardellini and, and yeah. Applegate. You know, and, and that show. I love that show. And, and show. so we're on episode three, and we were watching it last night, and something kind of interesting happened. Like twenty minutes in, and I all of a sudden like whip over and look at my wife, and she's like sound asleep. And I was like, "Oh shoot!" Like, and then, like my initial reaction is like, "You have to pause it. You can't like, you can't continue."
0: Yeah, but what did you do?
1: Like, yeah, watch the. To-
0: he watched the rest I- of it. That I- is called Netflix cheating, <laughs> and it is a violation of your marital your marital right. vows. I, it's it actually is so funny because like I love that my husband was like, "Did you watch it without me?" I mean that was like it's like. He didn't... Like, I don't need to know what the tone was. Offensive. It was. He was like, did you do that? I thought we had agreements that we made when we got married before there was Netflix. And it's... It is... I'm I'm like, no. And then I'm like doing the thing I know. And I said I finished it. And then then Colleen's looking at me like I'm like
1: making me feel so guilty (laughs) now. And I... I, I, Perhaps I should be. Well, here's
0: the million dollar question. Does Shelly know you finished it?
1: Well, she was asleep. (laughs) You
0: just haven't had a chance to, you know...
1: Right. So if she's listening now...
0: Now she knows.
1: I'm sorry, but if, I think you fell asleep around the 12-minute mark. <laughs> oh I, I think it was somewhere around there. Oh. The key in is just to avoid like pretending you don't know they fell asleep. We were watching oh. White Lotus on Sunday, oh. and all of a sudden, Ooh. she kind of like was drifting a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not stopping to watch this. There's still 35 uh, minutes so you're left. Just, I'm not going to look. Exactly. So I didn't look at her anymore. <laughs> I end up finishing the episode. I'm like, okay, ready for bed? And she's like, oh, yeah, sure, let's go to bed. And, ah. and then she watched it the next morning. Oh, there you so go. Worked yeah, out that so was. deception, I just think, is what I mean. Exactly, just live helpful in Mm -hmm.
0: your relationship. (laughs) By the way, White Lotus.
1: Oh yeah, so good. And then you're watching it together, like like. Like you're like you hadn't finished it (laughs) and you accidentally slip and say, oh, you got to check the top." Oh, 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 no, something's about to happen. And then you're busted. I I think.
0: Yeah, I think I can just tell. I just feel it. Are you watching White Lotus? I'm not. Oh, gosh. Oh, I know. But there's so many. It's like, how do you? I know. Like there's going to be
1: ones that fall through the cracks. And he said Mosquito Coast. I've never even heard of this. What is this thing? thing. There's just so much out there. It's
0: unbelievable. You can't get to the bottom of it. No. Uh, you'll never get to the bottom of it. So once you accept that, then, you know, just make your choices. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I got to tell you about somebody, a celebrity behaving badly. We call them D bags.
1: Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of
0: the Day. Oh, you know, I don't even really know. I just want to say like everybody involved in the Taylor Swift tickets at this point.
1: And I you're basically using this segment to just vent. <laughs> to vent. I, have
0: at
1: it, have at it, because I'm with you.
0: Okay, because we all have lived through this, and it's like number one, it's the story that won't end. It never stops hurting me that I don't have tickets. But like we all, we all lived through this, and and it and it never stops because. Everybody's pointing fingers at everybody else. Nobody is accepting responsibility. So first it was Ticketmaster being like, it's not our fault. Like, you know, there were more people that wanted tickets than we had and the servers crashed and it's not our fault. And they like gave us a litany of excuses. And then Taylor showed up and she was like, it's not my fault we told them that there were going to be a lot of people that will want tickets and they assured us that everything was okay. And then Ticketmaster is there being like, it's not it really truly, it's not our fault. Like she thinks it's our fault, but it's not our fault. Now Taylor Swift's tour prompter or tr- tour prompter tour promoter is in the mix saying it's not our fault. We didn't have any other choices, which we all know. And here's the bottom line. It's a disaster.
1: Complete and utter.
0: And nobody is fixing it. I mean, there's not, can they fix it? I mean, it is a disaster. It's a
1: debacle. You can't, I don't know how you would even begin to, with the reparations Uh, that, that with, with how many people got screwed.
0: Well, and here's the thing. We were talking about this before the show.
1: It's just so bad.
0: It's so bad. If you go to the resale sites, the lowest ticket price is in the $400 range. Lowest. For one ticket. And if you look at the map of the of the arena mm-hmm. of the stadium, every single section has tickets available on the resale. So clearly, yeah. somehow, now I heard something about this yesterday. And I don't know how this worked because I did not get a verified pr- fan presale code.
1: Oh, okay. Ooh. I was
0: trying to get. I know.
1: Oh, you're one of those.
0: I I would it hurt, okay, okay. It hurt and now it hurts again. I'm okay, um, but I did. I do have Capital One, so I was trying to get in on that presale, which lasted for all of like twenty five minutes before those were cleaned out. But what I heard is that when you usually get a like the the smart thing to do would be to give. I thought the presale code was what got you into the presale, but allegedly you could get in the queue whether or not you had a presale code, so you could sit in the line. Yeah, and like jam up the line and then there's that dynamic pricing problem
1: and that's where that's what everybody was doing then. and
0: and that's why those prices were driving up like right. crazy and so you'd get to the very end you could have tickets in your cart i guess from what i understand and if you didn't end up having that presale code then you couldn't get those tickets but the fact that you were holding on to them or even looking at them drove up the price for somebody else
1: like during the wait the, uh-huh. the actual you know when you're like 2000th plus or whatever it was Which is that, like the, like during that whole 7 hour or whatever it was like i so many times i would check twitter and just type in like the anything regarded yeah. to Taylor Swifter ticket yeah. and, and it was just like the venting and the people online were it was so it was such a good time filler like right cuz you were you were kind of held hostage let's face it totally yeah you couldn't go anywhere you couldn't do anything you had to constantly keep you know and i kept worry i kept worrying that like whenever my computer like went to sleep mode that I, that would screw everything yeah, up, right? So she like, told can... you it was like don't go
0: back, don't refresh, and you're in this very delicate yeah. space.
1: <laughs> and so I was like trying to like heat my computer like swiping the mouse, but hopefully not swiping anything like too hard or anything. To where I clicked and oh my god, it was horrible. It was like oh, yeah. a, it
0: was a very anxious time of our lives. <laughs> And um, and I don't I actually don't think because here's my favorite part. And I'm going to go back and I know I'm beating a dead horse. But what else what else can we do? Um, I the first thing that Taylor Swift said was something along the lines of like, I am. What did she say? But like she was trying to express that this was just like very difficult. She was like heartbroken about this. And I was thinking to myself, You're, you are going to get all the money. Like, you're, you're fine. Like, she still is, gets to take all of the proceeds that she was going to get regardless. Right. And I hope that she's thinking about how difficult that was for her fans and how upsetting it is for so many of her fans. I I
1: tend to think that she, she, she is sympathetic to that. She
0: seems like a person with a lot of gratitude. Almost, and, and probably beyond
1: enraged about how oh, this went down.
0: Because she knows that her fans are her bread yes. and butter. And uh and you know, woe be unto uh Ticketmaster because the last group of people you want to upset is the Swifties. Mm. Uh they will organize. They will ride at midnight. I mean it is not at midnight a joke. <laughs> it is at midnight. Exactly. They it is this is such a disaster and there we are no closer to it being cleaned up in any sort of way and I didn't get tickets for the record. It's about me. But I listen, I just I feel like people can
1: I just empathize. I don't don't you think though that come June, early June, you go online, you can mm-hmm. find everybody's trying to unload yes. or trying there'll always be
0: there's hope is what I hear you saying. You'll have or, a
1: chance. You'll have a chance. You might have to spend a grand. Oh
0: my gosh. A I can't grand. even. I can't even believe it. <laughs> no, I just, but, I cannot even believe. But here's the other thing. This is, I think one of the, th- maybe nobody th- was anticipating like this level, but nobody put out as much music as Taylor Swift did during the pandemic. Like she put out two albums right, and then another album, from the between the last time she toured and this time. Like
1: original and rebooted stuff. Yeah, Yeah. oh yeah,
0: I forgot about that too. She had three Mm -hmm. new original albums, plus she had all of those re-recorded masters, all the Taylors versions, which, I mean, she managed to take that particular time of our lives where a lot of people kind of went into sleep mode. Mm -hmm. She used that to create and put more stuff out And we haven't seen her. We haven't had an opportunity to see her live since long before that. Yeah.
1: Since the last time she was at US Bank Stadium, which was like reputation. What what was
0: that? Like, I don't even what year was that? 2018, 19.
1: I want to say three years
0: ago. Yeah. yeah, So that's huge. I mean, she created a ton. She's got a ton of new content. Of course, people are going to want to see her. And the fact that Ticketmaster was not ready for that. And again, with the finger pointing, that's all I'm going to say about that. For now, until I complain
1: again. So your d bag is of the day are just anybody. Right now, it's Master. everybody. Oh, it's,
0: <laughs> but but specifically, it was yes, Ticketmaster, but also just the finger pointing of nobody wanting to take responsibility for it. And I'm sure there are many parties yeah. that are at fault. I just wish that somebody would, rather than try to figure out like how to blame somebody else. That people would just take responsibility. I would
1: love to see this become a Netflix documentary in four years. Right? I bet you like, it will. Like the behind the scenes of what actually went down and how it all unfolded and who was to blame and all that. It, would it be fully awesome. will.
0: And I also want to remind you of the other thing that was happening at the almost at the exact same time. So the Ticketmaster debacle happened. And then do you remember what was going on uh the Friday after that? Was it Friday? I think it was Friday. This is when everybody was convinced that Twitter was going to like melt down yes. and be gone forever. And I was just thinking, like, does like I felt like tick like Ticketmaster, Taylor Swift, and Elon Musk were like in a bunker somewhere trying to like survive the social <laughs> media meltdown. It was just like there was just a lot. It was a lot to take in. By the way, Twitter's still alive. You can still tweet. Yeah. Isn't that weird?
1: And you can you can still get Taylor Swift tickets.
0: And that's all possible.
1: And just just keep keep the dream alive, I guess, Colleen. Eric guess Perkins boiled down to
0: showing up with a message of hope okay. for all the Swifties. Thank you for that. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, have you paid any attention to this group of sheep that is walking around in a circle and has been for days?
1: Crazy.
0: pretty sure that's jlo and ps the person behind all of this
1: is chris jenner
0: llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends
1: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel
0: china yeah it's remarkable we know why it's happening now i'm going to tell you why when we come back after this on my talk 1071 happy thanksgiving eve if you're not already on your holiday vacation, uh, and you're just hanging out with us. You're at work. We're here too. It's all good. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers off. He is already celebrating his holiday. Uh, Holly Roberts is as well. I've got Eric Perkins filling in.
1: Yeah.
0: There it is.
1: That's my microphone. Yes.
0: It's essential. <laughs> And we've got Mike keeping us on the air. Thank Hello. you, Mike. Mike, who has been working since what time this morning? Oh, five. No big deal. Yeah, that's all good. Uh, you are still upright. Oh, I am yeah. incredibly impressed. You, uh,
1: you've earned a day tomorrow of just football and feast. Yeah. There we go. There it is. And family, too, if, you know, yes, yes, if you're I'll into that.
0: that <laughs> okay, so have you guys been paying attention to this uh Circle of sheep that has a flock of sheep that has been walking in a circle for 12 days plus
1: creepy AF.
0: Have you seen this thing? Crazy. Okay. First of all, what for you? What is the creepiest part?
1: Why is this happening? This is like, this is like, remember when those, remember when those birds (laughs) fell from the sky? All those birds, just like, what is going on? Did we
0: figure that out? like,
1: Like this sort of like book of Revelation, sort of like end of days mm-hmm. sort of like weirdness
0: yeah like some sort of apocalyptic message something
1: <laughs> like what is happening
0: okay so you want to know why it's happening mike what's freaky about it for you well, this
1: is like one of those you know, it's like a crop circles thing but then you yeah. know okay someone's behind it there's a person there's some malice behind it these are animals like animals like have this weird sense when stuff's yeah, about to go exactly. down man it's like freaky i like we i grew up in los angeles We had earthquakes all the time. The animals, the pets, the dogs, the cats, they They always knew within 30 seconds before it happened Mm. that it was happening. It was so freaky.
0: Right? So then you see animals acting strange like this, and you think,
1: what's what's going on? What do
0: we not know? Mm -hmm. You guys, I have the womp womp answer. This is just going to really...
1: I mean, okay.
0: (sighs) Okay, so apparently, according to a scientist who, uh, who studies animal behavior the possible answer is that the sheep are in a pen and that and they're in that pen for long periods and so the circling is actually an animal uh, response to the frustration of being in a pen because sheep are usually like their their baseline is to like wander in large areas so when they're penned in they will start to circle in frustration.
1: Well, also, just like I think of like that, like, oh, you're a bunch of sheep. Like you all follow, right? That's like, what they do. Yeah. Right. That's what they do.
0: Yeah. So some one somebody started getting frustrated and started circling and then they all started circling. And I don't like, I mean, I like that answer because it makes sense. But for 12, like, let them out. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, this is bizarre.
1: But the, I mean, it's like, it's like they're striking.
0: Yes. They're like, get me out of
1: here. They don't have they're not picketing, but But, they're but they're but they're on strike. So they're just gonna walk walk in circles until something happens. Until somebody
0: lets them out. But can we but for me the creepiest thing and I do not have an answer to this? The odd thing for me is that the circle that they're walking in is like a perfect circle. Mm. How do they do that? Nobody's answered that yet for me. Because you know, like if I were, if you were walking in a circle and I went to follow you, you know, it wouldn't be a perfect circle. And
1: they're not breaking the line.
0: Not at all. It's wild. And then I'm thinking, like, when do they sleep? Like twelve days? Actually, more now. They've been it's, doing this. It's
1: like when you go to the zoo and the polar bear that's in captivity that is. It, it has this little route that it does. See yep. what I'm saying like it goes up and it goes down and then it walks over and then it goes back down again. I mean, it's just, it's so sad. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, like, right. You because you can't get like, out of there. Right. But, and it's just, maybe they're just so
0: conditioned
1: or something. Yeah. Or bored or but, just like, yeah, it,
0: but that is a perfect circle. Yeah. It is, but it is unsettling to watch. I, even though I seem to think I might know what is happening it is unsettling to watch so it's
1: nothing like intergalactic no i don't okay. think
0: so maybe though like i don't know why i'm disappointed
1: knows? that it's not
0: me i that's why i said it's a womp womp. Yeah. because when you first when i first saw it i thought the exact same thing i'm like those animals know something because <laughs> animals do they just <laughs> yeah, know things like whenever i was pregnant i didn't need to like pee on a stick because i had an animal that told me right animals just know like something in the atmosphere is slightly off and so they behave a certain way. And then you're like, okay, the animal's acting weird. Some, okay, like here's, here's an example. This actually happened yesterday. Um, we live near a, a lake, one of the lovely uh, city lakes. And I was driving out of my driveway to come to work. And there was a very large bird, a hawk, in the middle of the street. Now that in and of itself is unique. Yeah. They don't usually just hang at street level. And that Hawk, I turned and I was no more than probably seven feet from it. My car, I turned and I looked at it and it just looked at me while I drove by. It didn't fly away when I drove by. And I thought that is very like that is strange behavior,
1: an anomaly. That's like yeah. yeah. That's a, how does that happen? Why does that happen? What is up with that? Yeah. hawk? is it uh, yeah. Is there something wrong with it?
0: And I was unsettled because I thought that yeah. animal knows something. Yeah, but. I don't know. Um, I, nothing happened. I don't know what happened.
1: Like, well, it was sometimes, like, I had a raccoon that would not leave my garage, and I'm like, what? Oh, what in the world? Like, get out of here. And I was, I was running around, like, chasing with a broom, and then it was coming after me, and it was like, oh, my God, I was up on my... I was standing on my car trying to get away from this thing.
0: Do you have a video of this at home?
1: Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, I'll try to share it with you I would point. like but, to But, like, it was that. just like, I'll never forget, and then I finally made it to the door, close the door, because I was just, like, freaked. Yeah, because they're then, not like, fun. yeah like Two minutes later, I creaked the door open. It was right there. And I was like, oh, no, and I slammed the door again. So then I found out like that he had rabies. Like it was like one of these things where it was like, yeah, he, he was rabid. Right. Something so was, he was amiss. he was messed up. Right. He was deranged because oh he was. Gosh. And so like that. And that was just sad. Right. And then yeah. like so then. But like, so maybe it was something like that. I don't know.
0: I need to go back, but, back to with the. the raccoon. Ho- I'm going back to the hawk. OK, well, okay. yes, I'm going you're back right. To your hawk. But I can't get off the raccoon now. <laughs> Because so, how did you get rid of the like? What did it just die, or did like you have to call somebody? Like what happened? I was
1: trying to scare it away with noise. Oh. like I was like banging and yelling and ah, and it was just like. But then it would just come after me.
0: Oh my gosh, Oops. how did it get go?
1: How did it, was it go? Harrowing. Um, it just eventually eventually got it. Just out of I there? I just stayed out of the garage long enough. To oh where gosh. I, I, but then I was like, and then I thought it was gone, uh-huh. and I'm like all clear, and it wasn't all clear. <laughs> it was like behind my baseball bats okay. or something like that, and then I was like, I ran, ran back inside. It, it went on for a while.
0: Oh, I, I, I don't know. I don't rec. Ra- I don't raccoons. Okay, period. I raccoons, <laughs> no.
1: I don't raccoons.
0: I don't. I don't. There are some like there are some outside animals that I don't. I'm fine with like a squirrel. Like I don't have a problem. I'm good. But if a rac, I know to raccoons. Those yeah. things are ruthless. I am terrified of raccoons because they will cut you.
1: The, the, when they're rabid, who yeah, knows what exactly. they're going to do? exactly. Yeah. Thank
0: goodness that you didn't entangle with yeah. that thing. All
1: right, I'm that was playing like with
0: fire. Dodged well, a I'm, bullet there. Yeah, you sure did. I'm glad that you're. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you didn't get rabies, and uh, also. I'm glad that that raccoon left your garage yeah,
1: and i I would imagine left
0: the to, earth to die rest in peace mm-hmm. rocky yeah don't name them because then yeah. then you're attached <laughs> but,
1: but you don't do raccoons
0: it's the no I don't raccoons period don't none raccoons. zero of those uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show okay here's the thing. Thanksgiving is coming up tomorrow. a lot of people either our guests. Or have guests coming in mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving? I have a very important question that I think everybody can weigh in on. How long would you say a guest can stay at your home without overstaying their welcome? 651 641 1071. That's the conversation that we're going to have on the other side of this break how long can a guest stay at your home without overstaying their welcome
1: and these are dinner guests
0: no this is like people staying overnight
1: overnight guests got it
0: yeah because like for me dinner is enough but (laughs) (laughs) we're talking about when guests come into town what is the maximum amount of time you can stay in someone's home as a guest before it gets annoying Mm uh we'll have that conversation after this on my talk 107.1